peace and blessings, everyone. I want to welcome you to another episode of God's Daughter's Journey to Healing. Grateful for one more opportunity to share this time and this moment with you. It's a time that I take very, very seriously because the heart of me and the heart of God wants his daughters to be healed. And not only to be healed, but he wants you to be whole. He doesn't want you walking around carrying this this bondage or this, this hurt and this pain without there being a resolution, a resolve to it so that you can flourish. You and I both can flourish and become all that God has mandated and ordained for each and every one of our lives. And so this is episode 10 and we're going to be talking today. We're still in the vein of sit down and heal. But this portion of the healing we're going to be talking about today is that we're going to allow our feelings to surface. Last week, we were talking about the acknowledgement part, but this week we're going to actually allow our feelings to literally surface. That means we're going to have to be able to sit in them for a moment. To be able to sit in and understand what it is you're feeling, what that pain and that hurt is all about. And then we can go on to be able to find that solution or that that remedy, the thing, whatever it is that we need to do in order to come to a place of wholeness and healness. And we understand as, as a child of God that in this world there are natural remedies to healing. But we know that the ultimate healer in our lives and in the lives of, of, of anybody, God is the ultimate healer. We can find um, band-aids or we can find things to put on, but the one that can heal us is the one that knows and understands us better than anyone. And I can tell you today that I know God to be a healer. I do. I know where God has brought me from. I know and I understand what it feels like to be abused, to live with someone and they abuse you physically, emotionally. I understand what that's like. So I understand the need for, again, the, the vein that we're in for these episodes, uh, for probably at least the next four or five episodes is sit down and heal. Take a moment to heal. Take not even just a moment, take time to heal and understanding that healing is a process. It's not something that happens overnight. It is a process. And so I want to, but today we're going to be focusing on allowing your, your feelings to literally surface. You want to be able to sit in them, acknowledge them, and then be able to deal with them and tackle them. And so I want to define the word allow, and then I want to define the word surface. So the word allow means to permit, to concede, to make a, pos make a possibility, admit, to give yourself permission to feel. If I were to say that that definition is probably the one where I'm targeting, 
because I said, allow your feelings to surface. Give yourself permission to feel. Give the necessary time or opportunity for it to, to actually come to surface. Because what I, what I find is that many times with many of us, when we've gone through hurt, whether it is going through hurt because of a, a divorce, hurt because of losing a loved one, hurt because of a betrayal, hurt because of whatever reason, a lot of times because it can be so excruciating and so hard to even fathom in our mind, we don't we we basically push it down and we don't allow it to come to first surface because we basically we don't want to deal with it. We don't want to talk about it, we don't want to think about it. We just want to put it in the back, you know, back of our mind and pretend like it never happened. But but hurt and disappointment betrayal, all those things are very, very real. They're real things to life. What I'm going to ask you all to do too for me, if you are out there and you're listening, I know you're out there and you're listening because I can see people online. Can you say hello to let me know that you are there? Um, this uh, stream yard, I can't see the people. I can see the numbers, but I can't see the people. So let me know that you're there by just saying hello, acknowledging so that I can acknowledge you. But again, this, this podcast is, is all about God's daughters. It is about my sisters. It's even about my brothers. I don't disinclude them, but God gave me this for his daughters. And, and the reason I know that he gave it to me, because I'm a woman myself, and I know the burden and the things that we as women, as mothers, as wives, as grandmothers, as uh, good afternoon, Miss Phyllis, yes, uh, I, I know what we carry. I know what we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. And sometimes, or many times, no one stops to stay. How are you doing today, Phyllis? Debbie, how are you doing? How was your day? What's going on with you? How can I assist you? So again, we're dealing with today, allowing your feelings to actually surface. And the definition, one of the definitions that really hit home to what, what I'm, I'm hitting at or aiming at is giving yourself permission to feel. Not tucking it under, not hiding it, not acting like it's not there, but giving yourself permission to actually for, for whatever time it takes to allow it to come to surface and then being able to deal with it. Did, being able to deal with it and talk about it, seeking out counseling, whether you are talking to a spiritual leader, whether you're talking to a psychologist or a psychiatrist, however, but, and we know again, God is the healer. He is the one. He gives us tools in the earth to work through our healing process, but he is the only one that can heal us. And, and the word says over and over again, what he needs from us, we need, we talked about the acknowledgement last week, but even in the acknowledgement, being able to say, this is what happened. We did it right. But now I'm going to allow myself to feel it so that I can be able to deal with it. And so I wanted to find the word surface as well. Surface means 
to arise, to come up, to emerge, to materialize, allowing it to, to, to think about sitting, taking the time to sit and allow that feeling and, and actually just sitting in it. Um, I remember when, when my dad was murdered um, in 2017, that was one of the things I didn't want to do. I didn't want to sit in the feeling. I didn't want to feel it. I didn't want to think about it. I didn't want to deal with it at, at all. And that actually did more harm to me than good because it 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 kept, it's like a buildup of things. Okay, once you acknowledge, yes, I acknowledge that my father was murdered. He was murdered in a horrific way. Um, I lost my oldest sister, but it's something about when you internalize things and you don't actually deal with it. Not just talking about acknowledgement at this point. Acknowledgement is the first step. But now I'm talking about giving yourself permission to actually feel what you are going through or have gone through. Feel it. Talking about what that made you feel like when someone molested you. What, what did that feel like? I know that that's a pain most of us would want to take and just push to the back of the corner, right? But being able to say and, and sit in it and say, this, is, this, this made me feel like this. When I was, when my husband cheated on me or my wife cheated on me, and the marriage ended up being dissolved or ending because of this act or multiple acts. Because some people, some men and or women, they can just be uh, serial uh, cheaters. That it's just they need deliverance. They need help. They need God. And so they don't know how to be in a monogamous relationship. So so what did you, What what's the feeling behind that? What does... What is the pain that is attached to someone that you love betraying you? What does that feel like? And being able to express that. Because I remember when I would go to the, the counselor, I was acknowledging it, but I just kept saying to her, I just want this to be over, right? We want it to be over. We don't want to have to sit in it and say, yes, it happened. Yes, this is the way I feel. Yes, and what am I going to do about it? How am I going to, to move forward from this place of this pain that I have been in it? So I've acknowledged it. That's the first step. But now I've actually got to sit in it and, and, and deal with what happened to me or as a result of, of what happened. You know, and I can tell you this, when we experience pain and we experience betrayal, we experience the horrendous death or murder of a loved one, it has a way of unsurfacing other things that we've pushed down and not dealt, dealt with. How, how do I know that? It happened to me. The death of my father, not only was I dealing with the death of my father, I was dealing up, it brought up so many other things that I had not dealt with in my life. What was one of those things? I'm going to be real transparent with you. 
One of the things that I had been dealing with all of my life that I didn't know was very deeply uh, within me, I was dealing with a spirit of rejection. In my life, uh, even my ex-husband, when when we, we, we got a divorce, after he had abused me for seven years, he came home one night. I'm sharing this because I want you to be healed. He came home one night after being married for seven years. I had a four-year-old son. I only have one child. And he came home. He packed his bags and he left after abusing me for seven years. And so as a woman, as a married woman that I stayed in the marriage way longer than I should have, right? But I always, because I came, came from divorced parents, I never wanted my child. I myself never wanted to go through that. So I stayed in the marriage despite what I was going through and I was experiencing with this man. And so I, I dealt with, from that, I dealt with, and just other times in my life where people left me and I felt rejected. And so when my dad died, it was like, and, and so that was one of the things that I was dealing with. And then I was dealing with abandonment. And I remember talking. So, so one day I was talking to um, Apostle McCoy and she was ministering to, to me. And she said to me, she says, the Lord said that you are dealing with, and you have, there's a, a spirit of abandonment that is that is on you and and you're dealing with abandonment issues and when she said the word i just began to weep and i said my father he left me he left me so my dad leaving he didn't leave by choice right he somebody took his life but I felt abandoned, like an abandoned child. So that was some of the some of the things that were unearthed in that pain. I was dealing with another pain, but there were other things that were undealt with that I had not faced, I hadn't talked about, that were going on on the inside of me that I had not actually set in and began to deal with, this is what's going on inside of me. I feel like this. Why do I feel like this? What happened to me in my childhood? What happened to me in my adult life that makes me feel rejected, makes me feel abandoned? What, what you, you gotta be able to deal with that part because until you can examine and understand where it started, how did I even get here? What, what was the thing that that triggered the first emotion of me feeling rejected by someone. Where did that start? What was the incident of it? And then when you can begin to acknowledge and, and, and put the, the pieces of the puzzle together and thinking about where did this start? And then not, over, not only acknowledging and sitting and finding, understanding, was it that they really rejected you or was it the space you were in? Was it, was it something else? Or was it really rejection that they did do that? And then understanding that you as an individual, you are not tied to 
or a victim of what somebody else chooses to do to you. Again, whether it is betrayal, whether it is abandonment, you may have been given up as a, for adoption as a child. And as an adult, you've never really had any real connection because you didn't understand why your mother and your father or just your mother decided to put you up for adoption. And then after the adoption, you may have gotten into or been in a situation where you were raised by people who abused you. And so that further deepened the hurt. Not only are you feeling rejected because your mother or your father gave you up for adoption, but then you're with people that should be caring for you, that should be loving you, that should be providing for you and should be doing all the things that they're doing, but they too are hurting you. Understanding that. Here's what I want you to know. God in his love and his compassion he is not the author of anything that is evil, anything that is bad, anything that comes to seek to destroy you. Because the word of God says this. He says in his word, he says, he calls you and I beloved. And he says to us, beloved, I wish above all that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. So everything about God, he wants you to be whole, to be healed, to be happy. He says things in his word like, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Then he tells us things like this, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, he tells us to think about things that are positive, right? But you got this thing that's going on on the inside of you that's interfering with your happiness, that's interfering with you being fully being able to be the individual that God ordained you to be the the one that is full of life that is full of beauty that is full of wisdom knowledge and understanding all the things that god formed you into phyllis debbie i don't know who else is walking i want to be able to uh, watching i want to be able to acknowledge you so if you're if you're tuning in please let me know that you're there but whoever you are god wants you whole and so allowing your feelings to surface, allowing them to just to, to materialize and then being able to acknowledge this is the way I feel. This is, hey, Carmen, blessings, my dear. This is what I want to do for you. I want to heal you. You've acknowledged, but you still haven't dealt with the feelings of abandonment. Why? Why do I feel abandoned? What happened in my life? What happened? I shared with you about my, my ex-husband getting up after he had abused me for seven years and he had the nerve to walk out on me. But can I tell you, even in him leaving the way that he did, it was still the best thing that he could have did for me because 
I, in my, in my psyche, I just didn't want to be a person that was divorced. And so in my mind, staying in hopes that God would change the individual, right? But, but here's the lesson that I learned even in that. And God taught me this lesson. He taught me this lesson after trying to wait and believing that God was going to reconcile something that was not reconcilable. And here's the reason why it wasn't reconcilable. God is never going to work against another person's will just to please you or just to, to bring something back together. How God works, because he's God, is he works according to our own will our own ability, our own, that we are, are submitted and we want something. So I could want to be reconciled to my husband. You could be want to be reconciled to your, your wife. You could be want to be, want to be reconciled to a friendship. But if, a, if another person is not willing or doesn't want the same thing, God can't work in the midst of that. He, 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 he explained it to me this way, just like it is in our, in our salvation and our accepting of, of him into our life as our personal savior. His word says, whosoever will, let him come. He says, he, he invites you. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. But he invites you to him. He, he wants you to come to him of his own, of your own free will, not because somebody's uh, 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 you're kicking and and dragging, and or because you're afraid of going to hell. God wants you to love Him and want relationship of His own free will. So if God, in His infinite wisdom and Him being who He is, we have to operate with Him in that matter. Well, what about humans? He doesn't work against our will. And so you may be in that area of hurt because you want something back that was taken from you, or you want a relationship to be restored. God can't restore on just your want or your love or your desire. It has to be a equal uh, desire, an equal want of wanting to deal with it. And you and that person being able to work it out, allowing your feelings to surface, giving yourself the permission to feel this thing. And now that you're, you're sitting in it, right? Now it's trying time to pull back the layers of how I got here. How did I get to feeling like I was rejected? How did I get to this point where every time I'm in a relationship or I'm coming into a relationship, whether it is with uh, an intimate relationship or whether it is dealing with a friendship, why do I always feel like people are going to leave me? Why do I feel like that? What happened to me? What put me here? Why, why I'm there? Now let's examine it. I'm sitting in it. I feel it. Now, what am I going to do about it? What are the steps that I'm going to or I'm willing to take? And, and can I share with you? I found this out just from just pure experience and, and even learning from my godmother um, when she used to counsel us. 
She was a woman of such patience that you could sit if it took you eight hours to get out of you what was going on and how you were feeling. She would literally sit on the phone for eight hours and listen to you until you could get it all out. And not only would she listen, she would she would offer and give a spiritual solution, a natural and a spiritual solution. One of the things I, I found out in, in my own life and in, in dealing with having de dealt with rejection and or feeling abandoned is that one of the things of the reason behind that is that you don't see the value of you. You don't you don't understand the value of you, the the value of you as a woman, as an individual. Everything about you is tied to someone else or what someone else thinks about you or what someone else feels about you or if someone approves of you or how you do something without knowing that everything that you need to become and to flourish and to grow is already in you. And it was in you before the foundation of the world. God made you, you were born with everything in you that you needed to become and to grow into the man or the woman that God designed you to be. But it's all about you. You gotta move the clutter out of the way. You gotta move the things like hurt, you got to move the betrayal, the spirit of, of betrayal, the spirit of rejection, the spirit of abandonment, all those things that are cluttering and they're in your way and they're stopping you from becoming. We're so busy with life, right? We're so busy. We're working. We're taking care of our families. Some of us are building business businesses. Some of us are in ministry and business and you have a family and then you're actually working on another job and you're doing all of that but then you're not taking sitting and taking time for yourself you're not stopping and taking moments throughout today to just simply just just breathe in taking a breath in and just breathing, letting the air flow out of you, taking a moment for you. How do I feel today? What's going on inside of me that may have me turning and my emotions that are flipping and they're, they're all over the place because of something that I'm not facing, something I'm not dealing with. What do I need to do? How do I fix this? How do I talk it through until I get to the place where I feel a freedom and I feel a release that comes in me? And, and I know, again, I know from experience that the relief and the freedom comes when you're willing to give yourself acknowledge and then give yourself permission to feel what you feel and sit in it for a moment and think about it and be honest with you. And then 
this is what I had to acknowledge too. Even in, in relationships and in what people we would have happened, right? What I found is as an adult, I'm not talking about children or people that stuff or things that it may have happened to you in your childhood. And that, that doesn't mean it negates anything. But what I'm saying is some things we have allowed or we've permitted we that have happened is because we've given people permission to do it. What do I mean? We have the power and the authority to allow people to share in our lives, to be in our intimate circles. We do. They can't bogart or take that from us. We give them that permission to be able to do that. And so when you, you have an individual in your life, whether they're a friend, whether they are uh, an intimate, your husband or your significant other, whoever that is, and you see behaviors or things that have been building and, and they're, they're consistently and constantly hurting you. They're consistently and cons constantly betraying you. But, and you know that they're not good for you, right? You know that. Nobody has to write you a letter. You don't have to write a dissertation. You already know that this person is not good for your life. They're not good, especially when you're talking about intimately. And intimately can be not just a, a husband or a wife. I'm talking about a friendship. You share your secrets with this person. You share very intimate things, but they have shared the things that you have shared with someone else. And as one who counsels, this is what I've always given, given the advice to whether you are a minister of the gospel or whether you are a person that is professionally a counselor. When people have the courage and the strength to come to you and share something that is going on on the inside, something that they are dealing with, with within them, they have, they, they, they gathered up or gendered up enough courage to literally come to you and share it, then God himself would, 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 would be angry at you if you would take the confidence of that person and share it with someone else. It takes a lot, a lot of times for people to talk as it is. Because we, we, I think, especially just as a, as a, a community, especially in the African-American community, we, we were raised to, to say or believe that what happens in this house stays in this house, even if it was causing hurt, even if it was harmful. M molestation, incest, that's not something new. That, that was happening even before times began. But we were taught not to expose the perpetrator. Sometimes even when it happened, you may have went to your mother and your father and you said it happened and they didn't believe you. And so that deepened that wound, that deepened that hurt because no one would listen to you 
as you were trying to tell them that this happens to you. But it doesn't matter when, how it happened. What I want you to know is that healing is yours. Healing is the children's bread. It is what, what, what Jesus came. He died on the cross to, 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 to bring up, uh, to redeem us from sin. And not only to redeem us from sin, but to bring us to wholeness and healness. Healing from our past, our past mistakes, our past bad decisions. I chose the man that I married. I, I want to say he chose me and I received this man in my life. So I couldn't blame God for my choice or my receiving of the person that I chose or I let allowed to come in my life. So I couldn't blame God. I had to blame myself. And then I had to be honest in saying, I saw some of the signs. I may have not saw the, the full picture, right? We have to take responsibility. I'm not saying for molestation or anything like that. Please, don't, I don't want you to get that confused. I'm talking about other decisions that we've made, people we have allowed to share in our lives. I want you to be clear about that. But the decisions that we, we make or not having the strength or the courage to let go when you know that something is detrimental to your heart, your mind, you know this man or this woman they're not good for you. You know they haven't been faithful for you, to you, towards you. You know that. But you still stay. And you pretend like it's okay when you know it's not. That's what we have to be willing to give ourselves permission to feel and be, be truthful and honest with you. I be honest with Debbie. I be honest with God. I be honest. And then I, I began to work on it. I am, I am a, a work in progress. What do I mean? Every day, God is, he's, he's taking away. God is, he's building. God is, he's healing. God is, he's making my paths clear. God is, he's, he ministers to me and he tells me what I need to do. The Holy Spirit leads and he guides. And then you have to be open to the counsel and the advice of someone that may be exactly where you are. We don't know it all. We don't know everything. I can tell a woman, I can tell a man, I can tell them that God can and he will. He heals from the deepest hurts. He heals from hurts that you may feel like you could never overcome. But God can heal you. He wants to heal you. But all he wants you to do, again, we've talked about acknowledgement. Lord, I acknowledge 
this happen, then I want to be able to give myself permission to feel, to give the necessary time. I want you to know this also. Healing is a process. It's not something that happens overnight. Most importantly, you didn't get there overnight. Most of the time, most of what, what we're dealing with on the inside of us has to do with things that have happened in a process of time, right? And the word keeps coming to me, the, the illustration of an onion, right? So on, an onion has layers. If you, if you, if you cut it, cut the top of off of an onion, or you just, you know, you take that little part off that's on the bottom of the onion or the top of the onion, and you actually open it up. I don't know how many, I, I think the layers has to do with the size of the onion. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The size. So, so, so the bigger, the, 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 the more that you have that you're dealing with on the inside of you that you haven't dealt with then the more layers there are. And so it's like pulling back layers. That's how healing is. It's a process. So you got the first layer. It's called acknowledgement. And then you got the second layer. It's called, I'm going to give myself permission to sit in this, to feel this. And then I'm going to give myself time to literally pray about it, talk about it, and, and, and come to a true resolve that I'm going to release it, I'm going to give it to God, and I'm going to allow the healing to come forth. The healing that you deserve, you deserve to be healed, you deserve to be whole, you should not, as, as a child of God, as a human, period, whether you have child of God on your name or not, as just a, a simple human, no human should walk around this life and in this world and feel hurt, disappointed, confused all the time. Always like you're like, you're just tight. You don't have true freedom on the inside of you the way God designed you to be. Every day I'm praying, I'm, I'm talking it out, I'm confessing it out. I am, I want to be, I want to be a whole individual. First for me, not for anybody else. For me, I want to be able to, to appreciate all the beauty that's on the inside of me, Debbie, you, Carmen, you, Phyllis, that's what you want to experience. You want to see it from the standpoint of how God sees you. God sees you. He sees you whole. He sees you healed. He sees you flourishing and becoming the woman he designed you to be, that he ordained for you to be. God sees that. That is his, his faith. That is his hope for you. But it's time for you to see yourself the way God sees you. 
He sees you whole. He sees you healed. The word that is coming to my mind right now is this word. And it says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you say of God. They are thoughts of good and not evil to give you an expected end. For I know the thoughts, the thoughts that God thinks towards you. When he thinks of you, when he thinks of me, when he sees you and he sees me, he sees us through the eyes of love, not through the eyes of my past mistakes, of my past bad decisions, not through those eyes. Because the, 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 the beautiful thing about God is when we make bad choices, we make when we sin even, we've sinned, we've committed sin, or we have omitted things. When we confess and we, we say to God, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I'm sorry for my bad choices, for my bad decisions, for my bad, whatever it is that I did. He immediately forgives us. And not only that he does he forgive us, but the he speaks about him. It is it, it's in the sea of forgetfulness. He doesn't bring it up. Some of us are bound by the past. You may have been a former this or that, but the operative word is formal. You are not that now. Who are you presently? What do you want? How do you see yourself? How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as beautiful? And I'm not just talking about beauty from the outside, the physical eye, but inside beauty. Do you see yourself having the wisdom and the knowledge of God? Do you see yourself as being smart? as being articulate, whatever your attributes are, do you, do you build up on those things or do you allow your mind and the heart to dwell on the things that have hurt you? This is another thing that the Lord is bringing to my mind right now. Sometimes we've been in a certain state a place of being so long and it has become so comfortable to us and so normal. We've made abnormal normal and it's not normal. No, it's not. It's not normal to be full of anxiety, to be full of uh, hurt, to be full of feeling rejected, to be always feeling like someone has abandoned you or will, fearful of someone leaving you, fearful of what might happen. You're fearful. The word of God says, for God has not given us, he has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You have soundness of mind only through him. You have soundness in your heart and in your spirit only because of him. 
But you got to want that. They have a saying that you got to have a want to. You got to want. You got you to gotta diligently be willing to seek after your healing and your wholeness. You got to want it more than you want the breath that's in your body. If you want to be whole, if you want to be healed, if you want to be able to grow and become the woman that God ordained you to be, then that's got to be on the forefront of your mind. You got to do it. No one can do it for you. We have acknowledged the second thing we're doing today, this episode is about, we've, we are admitting, we're giving ourselves the permission to feel it, to sit in it just for a moment. I'm not saying you got to linger and stay there for 40, 50, 60 days, even a year. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying sit in it long enough to understand how it happened. What happened to me that I developed this, this fear of rejection, that I developed this abandonment issue? What happened to me that made me feel like everybody that enters my life will eventually leave me? What happened to me? And once you examine it, then I want you to begin to be willing to let it go and understand that no person leaving or staying defines who I am as a woman, whether they stay or whether they go. The saying is, if they want to leave, you don't, you don't ever want a person, friendship, intimate, husband or wife, I don't want anybody staying with me against their will. I don't even want you to want to be with me against your will because you want to make me happy. No, I want you to be with me or want to be in my life and my friendship because of simply me. It's like God and the Lord has been dealing with me in this area. We don't serve him because of the fishes and the loaves because of what he does for us, but we serve him and we love him because he first loved us. He loved us first. He chose us. He called us out of sin into this marvelous life, this, this beauty, this beautiful, wonderful journey that God has me on with him in his, in this kingdom. Not only fulfilling things in the, in, the, in the spiritual sense, but even in the natural sense. The Lord, I'm writing a book. As a matter of fact, I've started two books. One I'm, I'm, I'm praying and hoping to be finished with by the end of this year. But it's what God has put in me. He gave me power to become Everything, every every seed that has been planted in you through a man or woman of God, through a prophetic word, God, he intends for you to fulfill his purpose for your life in this earth. He, he promises us good on this side and even 
in the world to come enjoyment love he says in the word of god that we are to enjoy the fruit of our labor that project that thing that business that you have started god wants you to flourish in your business he wants you to be able to enjoy the fruit of the labor that you have put into that idea that thing he has given to you but the thing that has been holding you back is the things that are going on on the inside of you that God wants to heal and make whole. I'm going to stop there because I believe I've, I've, I've shared what, what God has wanted me to share and what was in my heart. Subject again, sit down and heal. And then the, the area that we're talking about today, we're dealing with is, we've been talking about and sharing is allowing the feelings to surface, giving yourself permission to feel, give the necessary time and opportunity to be able to allow that healing to come forth. God is willing. Are you willing? Are you willing to acknowledge? Are you willing to give yourself that permission so that you can't heal? Are you? That's my question, or that's the question I'm going to leave. It's a rhetorical question. Are you willing? Will you give in to it? And will you allow God to bring the healing to you? that you deserve, you deserve to, to be able to feel good on the inside and not have to deal with the dwelling indwellings of all the things that you may be dealing with because you haven't taken the time to sit down and deal with it. Metaphorically, that just means stop. Stop what you're doing, stop the busyness, Stop lying to yourself and telling yourself you're okay when you know you're not. We as women, we do that, right? We do that a lot. We wear that, that face. Oh, I'm gleaming. I'm <laughs> and how do I know that? Because I've been there. I've been there. But when I smile, when you see this smile now, the one you see now, it's one that comes from the inside and it flows to the outside. And I'm here because I made a decision last year. I said, Lord, going into this new year, I, I don't wanna carry the burdens of the past or the hurts of the past. I don't, wanna, I don't wanna feel rejected. I don't wanna feel abandoned. I don't wanna deal with that anymore. So I'm, I'm starting this journey with you and I'm asking you to Lord, bring it to the surface, help me to deal with it. And then I'm asking you to heal every area, every place in me that is wounded, every place, everything in me that has a wound. Lord, I'm asking you to heal. The song is coming to my mind. I think it's name, his name is uh, Ernest Pugh. And the words are, God wants to heal every place it hurts. 
every place it hurts, God is with you. He'll take that pain away, but you got to give him permission. You got to talk to him about it. You got to give it to him. You got to acknowledge him. And when you acknowledge it, and when you say, Lord, this is what's going on in the inside of me, I can't fix it. Because if we could heal ourselves, if we could deliver ourselves, I'm sure many of us would have been healed. But 99% but of the time, the reason we can't come to a place of healing is because, one, we won't acknowledge. Two, we won't give ourselves permission to literally deal with it. Give yourself the necessary time and know that healing is a process. They have a saying that Rome was not built in a day. We are very um, intricate individuals and everybody is different, right? What it may take for you to get to that place and find that common ground where you can begin to heal may be different for you than it is for me. But God knows what it takes. But all he needs you to do, you and I to do, is to first acknowledge and then give yourself again the permission to sit in it and to deal with it so that God can heal you so that you can be whole and so that you can be healed. I love you all. Thank you for the time, for sharing this time with me. I love this opportunity that God has given me to be able to share with my sisters. And if my brothers are listening, you too. He loves you too. But this ministry, this podcast is specifically aimed at God's daughter's because God knows, he knows the truth of the matter. He knows that, that women are the load bearers, that they carry the load of families. They carry the loads of their children, their grandchildren, you know, even on jobs. If you are business owners, if you are a supervisor or a department head, somebody like that, we are the ones that normally carry the loads of everything. And so God wants to God wants to release you of that load and he wants you to be healed and he wants you to be whole. So I ask you all to pray for me. Pray for me. Keep me in your prayers. Remember me when you kneel to pray or when you're sitting to pray. Pray for Debbie Godwin. You don't have to call me. Prophet is nothing. My name is Debbie. If you just call my name out when you pray, that is sufficient for me. So I ask you all again, remember me. Uh, we will. I'll meet you here again next Saturday at one o'clock again. I'll give you the subject later. I'll put it out there later. But thank you all for participating. Thank you for your comments. Share this video with somebody if you would for me, because I believe that that somebody will be blessed. Again, sit down and hear. Subtopic: Allow the feelings to surface. Peace and blessings, everyone. Have a great day. All righty. <laughs>